0: Good afternoon, and here it is Tuesday, January 22nd, uh, Stratton Mortgage very first podcast, Season 1, Episode 1. Uh, this is something we've been really excited about, trying to get some information out there in front of people. Okay. I have uh, all of our guys in here. we got Bill, Adam, Trey. Uh, just have some discussions here to try to help shed some light on this industry and a lot of questions that people don't know to ask. I think one of the first things we want to talk about is, do you know what a wholesale lender is? Uh, I know I talk to a lot of customers. You guys probably as well. I asked that question. Do you know the difference between a wholesale lender, retail bank, um, or a correspondent lender? The question nine times out of ten is, no, I don't. Uh, people don't know to ask that question. So with that said, what do you guys hear from people it, it, when it comes to correspondent lenders and retail banks and what they may or may not know about the difference between them?
1: Well, I think the banks are, are, between us and them, they're more regulated. We have our our basic lenders that are out there, and all they do is mortgages. You can't go and uh, walk in the door and make your payment. Uh, you cannot get a car loan there. You can't get a loan for anything else there but uh, a residential mortgage property. So um, that's what we specialize in, and that's what we are. Our rates are based on. everything's based on just mortgages. And I think that's the, you know, if you go to Huntington Bank or some other bank, uh, you're going to walk in and, and they could be working on several different products and not really specialize in what they do so car loans
0: investments (laughs) yeah there's
2: a a car loan a mortgage a student loan a credit card that isn't that's an ancillary item that a bank would have so a bank is there for checking and savings you know they offer those things as ancillary products that they have might not be their bread and butter or what they do so you definitely want to keep that in mind
0: Yeah, and I would think, too, the, like, you know, the retail banks, on top of that, they're, they're shareholders. So, you know, you, if you watch or follow the stock market, they have uh, bottom lines that they need to make sure their shareholders are investing in that company. Uh, that said, there's <laughs> margins there they've got to make sure they meet. Uh, the companies we work with, they're not publicly traded companies. They're out there. They get money from uh, the Federal Reserve, and we're able to pass this down to you, to the consumer, at a much better price. Uh, but, again, questions that people don't know to ask, uh, you know, yeah, how, yeah. how are we
1: able to get these, these prices the way we, we do? And some yeah. people always always think that they got to put a big down payment on a house, and the reality is they don't. I mean, we have the, the small 1% downs from one bank. We have 3% down, 5% down, whatever adheres to anybody's needs.
0: Um, well, right. what you just said right there?
1: One bank. And, oh,
0: so that's one bank we have. Oh, then we have another one, right? Right. So there's more than one. Sure. So you walk to Honeyton, it's just Honeyton. If right. they can't do it, they can't do it, but right. we have yeah. options.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. We have several different investors that each lender is going to offer their own unique or, or whatever they want to, they're going to lend money in a certain area. Uh, and some of them will cover more than one areas, obviously. Right. And we'll, we can use that as competition against them to see. Who's got a better deal? Uh, you know, maybe somebody's giving more of a credit. Somebody's giving an appraisal waiver, like you're Tell Congress us about the appraisal waiver, Adam. Uh, yeah, just so, right so everybody knows what that means,
1: because right now this is going on everywhere, and, and you're not going to get it at, if you walk into a bank. So yeah, even Ackerman, you
0: might hear PIW, Property Inspection Waiver.
2: Yeah. It's <coughs> a big deal. So, on or with with one of the investors that we have right now, through the I believe it's through the end of February. If you're doing a Home Possible or a Home Ready program, which is a conventional loan program with as little as three percent down, it will actually reimburse the customer for the appraisal at closing. So essentially, you're getting a free appraisal, uh, you, you know, on your property when you're purchasing or refinancing, which is nice because not a lot of lenders will do that, uh, and that saves you roughly five hundred dollars. Uh, in cost, you know, depending you do on have to pay for it up front is. though. You do pay for it up front, yeah. but they will reimburse you once you go to closing. They will reimburse you on, on the statement. So if you're purchasing a home, that's five hundred dollars less that you're going to need to bring to closing. Uh, if you're refinancing a home, obviously we've all got refinances going on right now. That's five hundred dollars less in cost that you're going to have to pay or finance into your loan. So, either way you look at it, that's a benefit that. In our case that one particular lender will provide um,
1: I think I saw one today too on FHA where the appraisals were actually getting paid for by one of the lenders
2: I think actually Stearns is paying <coughs> for, for FHA yeah. appraisals right now so yeah but that's our advantage yeah. you know if we were ex-bank or ex-retail lender we can only offer whatever we can offer at that time whereas a broker uh, you know programs pricing specials that stuff changes and so, we if we have an FHA buyer, and we you know maybe Stearns has a really good deal for them, we'll go there because that gets the buyer the better deal versus some of the other lenders that are there, or gets them a free appraisal or, or cheaper costs. Uh, we are not captive to one particular institution, which does matter and does make a difference. Um,
0: yeah, can you imagine only having one cell phone carrier? How what your bill would be like, or customer service? Uh, you just yeah. it would be. You know, we think we can all relate to cell phones in that regard.
2: Only McDonald's.
1: I mean, yeah, what if you're a
2: Wendy's guy? Y- you could
0: imagine. <laughs> be all, all <laughs> <to> <laughs> yeah. Taco Bell, yeah. like the yeah. demolition
1: yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. oh. you start show, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you, you Think about it, you
0: start taking options away from from people. Then the, that's when the rich get richer because they can just really monopolize a whole, you know, portion of, of what you're trying to do and <clears> and shop. And that's what we do. You know, we have that luxury of having all these options for you. You know, that that's the retail side. Now, what about corresponded.
1: now also that you, you got to bring into the aspect of the speed and 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 processing that's going on in the, our broker world as compared to the yeah. bank because the bank uh at least from what i see out there because <clears throat> we do send a couple deals to banks but it seems like it's a lot slower and uh the digital marketing age is here uh some of our lenders with uh, you know Tell us some about things that you did, Tom. I mean, you've closed one. I think what eleven days or something crazy fast. I mean, that's unheard of on a purchase transaction, but we're doing it.
0: Yeah, and just well, yeah, just last month, right before the holidays, uh, we got a, a few loans closed in eight days. We we got done before the remedies <coughs> part. Which remedies? Somebody's bought a home. You know, it's hey, you have an inspector come in. They're trying to find something wrong with the house. And you have to agree with that seller. What's going to be fixed and what's not. Uh, that wasn't even done before our loan got clear to close and the survey on the property. So yeah, it, it's just less stress on you as a buyer to know that hey everything's done and I had very little effort into this thing.
1: Right. So I, I actually heard you call I heard, like you call I heard you call the agent and say, Hey man, where are we close he's like what? Yeah, they went on vacation
0: and came in to clear to close and they didn't have the remedies done yet. So did you get going into the holidays, how stress free is that for you? I mean does it does it does it matter if it's a holiday just in general, knowing that here I'm not trying to figure out when can i schedule a moving truck you know in advance when things are done um and again just the transparency that goes along behind that is you know something that's a big difference for us too
2: well that comes with too just the fact that a lot of these wholesale lenders are the ones that we work with and for the most part are very large institutions and have much more of ability to provide top-tier technology than we would if we were a local small lender or a local small bank, uh, you know, or a local mortgage banker that doesn't have as much money and capital as as these main institutions do. They can't provide the same level of technology. Yeah. So now, us as a broker, we're able to offer better products, faster uh, turnaround times, you know, a, a better experience,
0: less efforts because for of we're consumer.
2: utilizing technology. And it's making it, e- yeah, easier for the consumer, cheaper for the consumer, uh, you know, and in most people's viewpoints, better for the consumer. It's just it's all around better experience because we have access to that technology, whereas, you know, a, a mid-level mortgage banker in the area doesn't have that type of money to be able to institute those types of changes. Uh, and I think anybody at this table can agree. In the past year, we've seen a ton. <laughs> Of changes from what it was a year ago till now in the broker world, uh, technology and what's being used and how much easier it is to get things done, not only on our end, but for the borrower too. Um, You know, I've got a loan right now where they haven't submitted me anything. We electronically verified income and assets ordered everything through the processor assist. The borrower literally had to, she had to e-sign some documents
0: and e-sign just means you electronically sign that you click a button to sign your yeah. name it's It's, review. it's that simple yeah, today. You get
2: online review yeah. it you agree to it you sign it that's it electronic she's literally office. waiting for her appraisal to come back so she can close that's it it took her n- not even 10 minutes of her time in her case it's a refinance but with a free appraisal <coughs> reducing your interest rate reducing your monthly payment reducing your mortgage insurance
1: Right, and you can actually order the appraisal the minute she e signs, right? Or yeah. She, she yeah.
2: E- signs and gives consent. We ordered the appraisal. Uh, you know, which she got an email to pay for that. Right. Um, initially upfront, and then it'll be reimbursed to her. At yeah, I had app, one
1: so. where the appraisal got back before my title work got back, which is uh, yeah, crazy I mean, fast. You it, know, so it, it because of that, yeah. Um, and I think you know with the technology moving forward, and then what ha- what's happening too is we're starting to see a little rate war come down too with the uh, the yeah. bigger banks, you know, and. Uh, just recently anyways, what we've seen. Uh,
2: well, know. that's the uh, sort of advantage that we have here. is, you know, if, if, if two <coughs> investors are, are quote unquote going after each other, which it kind of seems like they are, uh, that's actually benefiting the consumer because now the consumer is getting a better deal. And so, you know, what we do is we look around and say, okay, uh, here's your criteria for a loan. What box do you fit in? Now you're in. Now we're in that box. Let's see who's going to give you a loan, and let's let have them compete for you. You know, maybe somebody's going to give you a free appraisal. Uh, maybe somebody has a little bit of a credit off of you know some of the fees that you can get, or or reduced fees, or a better interest rate than what another and another's offer. So we have to factor all those things into play and figure out based upon that customer's situation. You know, what's going to be the best situation for them based upon what they're trying to do, and then we can present those options to them. You know, and say, "Hey, here's what we feel is best. What do you feel?" And then now the consumers made the choices. of What they they've been given an option to choose what they want to do. Now they're involved. Versus you walk into a, a captive lender and, "Hey, this is what you're qualified for. This is it. Is what it is, and that's it. And there's and there's really no other option there. Uh, we are providing those options. You know, which sometimes can make a different a big difference." Yeah, and not just options between
0: oh well here's a fixed and here's an arm it's like no we have a 30-year fix here with this lender <coughs> i have a 30-year fixed over at this lender we just did one today on an investment property i shopped around four different lenders yeah. uh and found one that was hundreds of dollars less uh and again the luxury of having options is was well, a quarter a percent
2: better than re- interest rate wasn't it uh,
0: yeah i mean it was a yeah, big difference that's thousands that's, of dollars yeah 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 it's it's even larger than that it's just Again, it, but if people don't know, how how do they know? You just you can't assume. Uh, again, this yeah. is the largest investment that anybody listening is probably will ever make. Most of you, uh,
1: and until you buy a bigger one. Y- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how many times yeah, do yeah. people go down
0: the street and say, "Oh, gas here is a dollar ninety-five. Well, it's a dollar eighty-six over here." And at the end of the day, you save a few bucks, because you you can see that and it's easy to to comprehend. But, but you until make a you very good questions. point right
2: there. They will drive down the street to save five cents a gallon but they won't make the extra phone call to double check their mortgage interest rate to make sure they're getting a good deal. Yeah. The biggest so, amount of money they'll ever spend. Yeah. Which is, which when I'm talking about 10 10 gallons of gas here, we're talking about a 30 year fixed rate mortgage. You're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars in interest yeah. that could be paid. It's definitely beneficial for you to at least make a second phone call. We would hope it would be us, but if it's not at least check with another lender you know and see what's going on because you like you said you don't know what you don't know yeah and you might not maybe you are getting a great deal if you are awesome but get reaffirmed <laughs> at yeah least. You're Let somebody at least
0: reaffirm that information Yeah, that way you do know and you didn't go off, you know off of a pure assumption yeah. uh, you know that, that so there's a, a retail bank and again what's a correspondent lender you know there's another one out there but again how many people have which should be no. know a, there's a, this many know. you know yeah. is there a mortgage banker or a wholesale lender do you know what you're working with out there? Is it a retail bank? Is it a wholesale lender? Is it a correspondent? Do you even know what the differences are? That's what we're trying to shed light on here. So with that said, a correspondent lender, what are they? I mean, it's, it's, it's simp- again, to simplify it, it's still, it's kind of in between the wholesale lender and the retail, they're still pretty much subjected to, to one uh, lane, maybe have another one if they are lucky enough, but for the most part, they're they're going to be more expensive nine times out of 10. Uh, well, the, what have you seen between correspondent the, lenders? The,
2: the, the big difference is they are going to underwrite and close and fund the loan themselves, and then they are going to sell it to an investor that that they choose. So they have the right to pick the investors of who they want to work with or who they're approved to do business with. Um, I would say the big, probably the or the the biggest difference there is, you know, if there, I, several things could come into play, but if. You know, if they're newer or maybe their guidelines are tighter or or something changes or or, or they're, you know, they're going to limit potentially what they can do. Number one, because they may not have an outlet for it. And number two, they have more staff and employees that they have to pay internally.
0: Mm -hmm. That cost right there. Yeah, which is. is
2: cost, which potentially can lead to higher interest rate, more upfront fees, something along those lines that you don't realize. The infamous pack fee. Yeah. Whereas with us that. now, it's everything is a, you you're utilizing technology and a centralized location to get things done to make things cheaper. You know, just with the the you know, invention of, of internet and and you know, stuff along those lines, it's, it's becoming cheaper to do business. Uh, a lot of these companies can you know, can backbone off of Google servers and Microsoft servers and things like that. So you're utilizing, you know, billion dollar company technological backbones to run their companies. That makes things cheaper. They can do, they can operate more efficiently and they can operate cheaper, which flows down to the customer. You know, I bring the
0: correspondent up because I know I personally have had to bail out correspondent lenders on numerous occasions last year. Uh, and then just comparing side by side to uh, the cost difference between the two is – it's just – it's ridiculous, not to mention the knowledge of some of these things I've heard people say giving <laughs> pre-approvals out when never should have been given out. Uh, but,
2: you know, that, that's – Well,
1: they're not all that like that, uh, but they're, they're not. But yeah, you've you got your you – ones that you run into that – Well, why, would, why are, would people become a correspondent? And, and – I mean we know because obviously they want to underwrite the file themselves they want to have a whole process in their office and that kind of thing There's, but yeah. with t- technology the way it is the speed and accuracy that we're using right now blows that away three times, yeah. well, three the, the, times they're
2: yeah. going to they're going to present or they're gonna present one option saying <clears throat> that they can do everything there and it's all underwritten locally and you know they can go down the hall and talk to the underwriter yeah. which <laughs> I understand that you know however I can tell you that I know people in that world, and they, you know, that underwriter still has a job to do, and they still have uh, uh, an order in which they need to do things. And you can't just walk into their office every single time and bother them. They have things they need to do. You know, on our side, we can call the underwriter, we can call the underwriting help desk. There's people that we can reach immediately. You know, and we can sit there, and, you know, and call whoever and get them on the phone and get an answer. So there's. In the past maybe there was a difference because it wasn't like that. Now that's not the case. Right. Now it's you know, again so because of technology and, does
1: a correspondent make more money? Do they charge more money? I mean So
2: that's the other thing the correspondent has the option if they want to, they the way that the fees and and, and and things are calculated is different. And it's just and it's not disclosed the same. It's legal, but potentially they might have more fees or their interest rate may, might be higher, which is going to make them more money. Right. Uh the potential is there. That is a big reason why why somebody would go to do that. Um well then
1: you hear the you horror know, stories about the, or you yeah. hear the horror stories about, you know, the, the uh the bigger lenders that have you know, they hire fifty kids out of college that just taking the phone calls and try to, you know, use the T V marketing and whatnot. You know, how much how much uh professionality is in that and, you know, are they just throwing a bunch of stuff up and see what's gonna stick, you know So what I mean? so,
2: so there are some or is a major (laughs) lender uh, that, let's be honest, is really, 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 really good at marketing. They are. They're very good at marketing. Sure. Uh, You see them everywhere. They're all over everywhere. You know, between print, uh, Facebook, social media, TV, online. Sponsoring football games. Sponsoring (laughs) football games. Well, what's the most expensive thing normally in a business? Advertising. Sure. What do they do What do they do the most of? Advertising. That can potentially or in their case does lead to higher interest rates, more costs that the borrower is going to pay. And <clears throat> if somebody doesn't know, they go there and they think everything's great because the customer service is phenomenal because it is. Uh, they don't know any better. Well, that phenomenal customer service may have just cost you know X customer, Potentially thousands and thousands of dollars. Well, yeah, trying to get interest. Your,
0: or you're really close up on your closing date, and you know, you're trying to again, trying to figure out when I can get to schedule my movers. Uh, and it everything's all great until it's not great, and right before closing, and that's when uh, people would, would regret not making that second phone call. And you know, then maybe they do make a second phone call because so maybe something fell through and they find out, wow, this is way cheaper and this process is a lot easier. What was I, I doing?
2: I just closed one, yeah, where yeah. the the offer. The listing agent did not feel comfortable accepting the offer from, essentially, uh, a call center. And that's really what it is. Because it wasn't here locally. Now, granted, our underwriting is not here locally, but I am. And he knew me, and he knew the abilities of Stratton Mortgage and and our reputation locally. (coughs) Uh, And not only were we able to, was the borrower able to win that contract, they were actually act, they were actually able to save. I think it was somewhere in the neighborhood of forty five hundred dollars less in cost, and get a lower interest rate by not going with the call center retail, you know, mm-hmm. lender by going with us as a mortgage broker because we could shop around for them. So in, your realtor suggestion
0: to that client saved that client roughly four thousand uh, dollars. They
2: suggested that they get a second opinion. Yeah, and said, hey, just double check. You know. It's about $4,000 difference. So we were able to (laughs) save them money, yeah, on the cost and on the interest rate. Uh, And in that particular scenario, the listing agent knew me and, you know, knew Stratton's reputation and knew that, you know, we're doing things the right way. Uh, And that was the difference between accepting the buyer's offer and not accepting the buyer's
1: offer. I just lost two over the weekend. The guy made bids on two different houses and lost them both. You know what I mean? Which was – Oh, we were trying to do some seller-paid closing costs, but your fact, the matter is, that deal got accepted because your name was on it. Yeah, it's not always going to happen, but
2: we're – but Strat Mortgage still, so we are still here locally. You know, if you draw whatever, a two-hour circle around Columbus, you know, pretty much that's where – primarily why we're operating, right? And so people know us and – that's you know, a lot. Real to be estate sa- agents know us. Title companies know us. Um,
1: that's a lot to be said too, because a lot of the p- these lenders they're doing nationwide lending and things like that. We're just in Ohio, and in fact, I think I've only closed one loan outside of the Columbus and vicinity area all year, so it's all been in Columbus. So yeah, for the most part. Like is well, 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 no, it Scott Shift that says keep it local? Of the community. <laughs> no, that's why yeah. you said the
2: other day we're we're active and engaged in the community. I mean we. We know what's going on in this market, whether it's purchase or refinance, because we live and work here. Our friends live and work here. Most of our customers live and work here. Y- you know, good pulse of the city, it, yeah. Which it's, you know, things are going. Th- Columbus is, is is really good right now, and th- a lot of things are improving. But if you're not from here, you're not going to realize and what's going on, and you don't know uh, that Southern Orchards is an up and coming, you know, area or you know, heard Marion about Village East or, and, or Old Townies. Yeah. You don't. You have no idea what those areas are, what well, we do, you know, and that that can make a difference um in, you know, your pre-approval or where you're looking or programs that you qualify for because there are special programs sometimes available for certain areas um that those lenders probably don't have or, you know, because they're only have what they have. So
1: a good point too with the with the our lenders uh with investment properties. I mean, I have some guys that are buying stuff up and uh, you can't do the same thing you can do with a bank. I mean, we have a 75% no-doc program now. That means you don't have yeah. to show any income. You just have to have a down payment. You know what and I mean?
2: That and as long as the rent. Right. Is well, debt service coverage. Yeah. So, so as long as the rent meets the requirements, based upon average market rents that a third-party appraiser right. would would give service. to us. So it's not – somebody's just not picking a number up yeah. out of the sun. You know, it's got to be a legitimate number. Uh, but as long as that's happening, you know, lending, so that's nice because a lot of investors are coming into Columbus because of the market, and so that gives them an opportunity
1: to purchase an investment property. Um, you you know, can have we, up to five, I think, with a lot of our people too, and some, some even ten. Ten,
2: you can the debt service yeah. one. You you can do seven of those loans with that one lender. Right. Now, we've got uh, more than one lender that covers that, so sure. technically, yeah, you know, you could you could have a pretty large portfolio of those loans you know as a as an investor or property so
1: yeah i've got two actually one one has i think 28 houses now and one has 13 so they're doing pretty good with that thing so <laughs> yeah that's, a good, that's good yeah <laughs> you know, that's really good uh oh, the one the first guy doesn't even work anymore he just kind of oversees his guys and go out and do Collect it rent. well yeah, yeah i mean
0: yeah, if you could turn back the hands of time and go back to two thousand nine and start buying up properties, where would you be at today? All right. I mean, how many cool. people wish they could turn back time and buy Google stock or AOL stock? Right. Um again hindsight's always twenty twenty and but
2: the again, properties downtown we could have bought. Exactly
0: a years ago. for, for <laughs> pennies on the dollar for right now. On the dollar. Uh, but again that you know, that's you know, th- that goes right back into the investing in the Columbus area that is rapidly growing, one of the hottest cities in all the United States right now. Um, just the appreciation I've seen alone in the last two years doing or friends and family or whatever, you know, loans, it's just been, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of appreciation and <laughs> in being invested in the real estate almost more so than the stock market, the way things are going right now, it seems. Um, but, uh, I mean, yeah, I think we pretty much hit a pretty good, uh, nail on the head there okay, between first. the retail correspondent and wholesale. Uh, is there anything else you guys would like to add live on the retail side and, you know, the hashtag why brokers are better.
1: Why well, have uh, you worked? You worked before.
2: So, yeah, so I've worked at probably what some can be considered the largest major bank. Um, I've worked at a small regional bank. I've been a correspondent lender and, I, and I've been a mortgage broker. Um, y- you know, each model has its ad- quote unquote advantages. Uh, but I feel like really and truly that a broker is the best place for customer to get a loan because we can provide different options and 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 look at different lenders and um, You know, we we even see it right now We've got one particular lender that we used a lot Last year and their interest for some reason we don't know why uh, Their interest rates are higher. They're asking for more conditions that they weren't before and It's harder to close a loan with them right now. Well, if we worked only at that lender, we'd be stuck You know, it is what it is. We, We don't have to technically send them any loans right now. Um, or if it's a loan that's, you know, maybe they're doing better at it, we can do that. Uh, if you go back to pre trid we used to send almost everything to one, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much one major local bank because it was a great deal. As soon as the new guidelines hit, they did not adapt.
0: Well, that rolls into your, what we spoke about earlier, the technology. Uh, they were yeah. unwilling to invest in the technology side of things. Uh, their they, yeah. investors and checking and savings appeared to be way more important than, yeah. s- you know, closing loans in and, being efficient for third
2: party, yeah, for yeah, third party keeping up, yeah.
0: yeah, keeping up with, with what everybody else is doing on the wholesale side. Uh, and they fell by the wayside in the
2: wholesale world. And we had to make a change. We had to go find, yeah. Hey, who, who's, who's an investor that we want to work with on a regular basis that does a really good job. You know, we had to go find that it just, you know, we didn't just willy nilly pick, okay, well, we're going to go with lender Z because they're next on the list. You know, we, typically only work with really good vetted companies, you know, that do a really good job. So, you know, that that's another thing, too, for, for us is just we are looking for those really good companies that do a good job. You know, and if that's possible, if they can service the loan, too, that'd be great. Nobody can really guarantee that. But, uh, you know, that's nice. So we, we do look for those things. It's not all about who has the lowest cost or the lowest rate or the quickest turn time or who services or who doesn't? You have to balance the what that customer wants and needs.
1: And again, that's the broker giving us. Uh, you know, uh, the, being a broker gives us the option for outside the box stuff too. The the the, yeah. the double wide manufactured house on thirteen acres or whatever. You know that I closed two it's months. It's actually ago. not that bad to do. It's, it's not, really not that bad to do it. anymore. It yeah. used to be that would be. You know, you had to go to one place where you yeah. used to do yeah. that back in the day, but uh, now that stuff's. Commonplace and uh you're not gonna be commonplace if you're going into a bank. Whereas a broker, we're gonna find it. Yeah. Give us a give us a couple a day or two. We're fine. So that's that's and I can tell you that, yeah, because I've worked at all and I know
2: that in you know, guidelines and things change and, and mortgages ever changing, but in general we have the most options and and typically the best options for somebody to come. Um
0: And if we don't, you know, you're gonna know. I mean it's it's not uh Reinventing the A uh, great mean,
2: example is, is the OFA loan. We, we cannot offer the OFA down payment assistance loan because we're not a direct lender. We know, we've we had borrowers yeah. that that really truly was the best loan for them. And we tell and them. So we said, hey, we've got some friends in the industry, have them take care of you. You get the loan that you need.
1: Um, well, the difference with OFA is the OFA is like a second lien for the first five years or something to that effect. It stays on there, Correct. Mm-hmm. yeah so it's a second lien so they're getting down payment assistance
2: some of the programs some of you don't there are some different versions of it but um at the end of the day it's it's a program where if somebody needs to kind of bridge the gap and needs some money for the down payment they can utilize that now we have access to our own version of down payment assistance programs which in general uh offer better terms than what the OFA loan does because they're actually but, grants yeah, yeah free money the point of that right. the, the whole point of that was though is You know, there are some certain things that we're not going to be able to offer, but we're going to tell you. You know, we're going to get you to whatever institution or lender. uh, We've all been doing this for a long time. You know, there's probably collectively over, what, 45, maybe 50 years of experience at this table. table. Uh, We have local contacts, and and we know other people that work at banks or, or work at other retail lenders or somebody that can be able to do that type of loan that we would recommend. You know and you can go talk to them if that's a program that you need you know we, we want to see you get in the home yeah, um, whether that's with us or somebody else yeah. I mean
0: again, we would love to work on your load but at the same time if you know we're, we can't sit here and tell you one plus one equals three that that's not that that's not what yeah. we are here for it, it's rare it's, but
2: there are things that that we are not going to be the best at uh, and if that really turns out to be the case that that's really what they need then
1: we tell them. We <laughs> tell you. That, yeah, I mean, we're, it's a, it's a it great. Deal. It, it's, yeah. Yeah, again, math never yeah. lies.
0: That, that's that's the, the numbers are, yeah. are there. And, again, you, and you actually,
2: you the trade has made a really, it really. it's just it chimed in. So the biggest thing in our world is transparency. So, with pricing and everything, and the way things are disclosed, and 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 credits, and and whatever, legally, th- we have to do things a certain way, and and we are held to a little bit of a higher standard because. We are a third-party originator, so we are acting on behalf of the lender to give them a loan. Well, there's more, you know, our continuing education, we have to do a lot more than what I would had to do with the bank because the bank could provide it. Um, there are some, you know, more things that we have to do and have to be cognizant of in uh, other reg- guidelines like anti-steering. It's illegal for us to steer somebody into a loan with, with higher costs and, and fees. Uh, we have to watch out for that. You know, that is monitored. That's in every loan package that we send out is that document. So, I mean, we really are looking out for the, on the bar's behalf, and, and, and oh, we're it's truly a, transparent, it, 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 it's a transparent transaction. We're telling you exactly what's going on. We can't just say, oh, well, we'll do this later for you and, and add or don't add it. It has to be on the paperwork that's disclosed to you or redisclosed to you, or it's not going to happen. So oh, you're throwing
1: your three-day CD. You're talking about a, oh, well, has yeah, or exact, before, yeah, or before your initial loan estimate,
2: right. or your initial closing disclosure, or or a redisclosed <clears> loan <throat> estimate. If we're going to give a bigger credit, or or the, or if something happens, there's a change. We can't make that stuff up, or we can't just take it away. We can't add fees. We can't just arbitrarily say, oh well, you know, John Smith isn't going to know, so I'm going to charge him more money. <laughs> we can't do that. It's there's no way for us to do that. I think that's a a common misconception, but transparency. Is, is really important in our industry and that's what being a broker provides or one of the many things that that provides to the customer
0: and when you said that I, it just it, it triggered me to think because I've uh, there's a really funny commercial that I heard about investors they had nature so as far as a, a, a wholesale loan officer I mean just the requirements and the background checking and the the microscope that's on you in, in that part of the industry versus somebody working at retail bank that is, is so the there's yeah, a big so difference a in the person in, that's yeah. holding or working on your biggest investment you ever make there's a difference in the licensing yeah. and education between the two
2: yeah the bank can essentially that loan originator is held under the bank's license and the bank is responsible for their education and, and things like that now that's not to say that a retail loan no. officer that every one of them doesn't know what's going on. I have many friends that work in major institutions Absolutely. that are very good. But in general, yeah, you're correct. We have to do continuing education every year that is much more entailed, as um, is many as is more hours than than what we had to do at the bank. Well, state and, level and national level. Yeah, state licensing. and national. And it varies per state. So if we, you know, if we're in, in Colorado or, or another state that might need more licensing or Florida, uh, you know, we have to. Take that extra education, and that's on us. Um, we have to do that. So we really are held more accountable, if you will. Yes.
0: Uh, yes. Yeah, so yeah. The the background checks are, are
2: more stringent. I just redo, uh, I did redo uh, the background check this year. Okay. Background check fingerprints. So
0: uh, you know, you always want to make sure you know who you're you're, you're working with. Because uh, again, I don't think I'd want to jump out of a plane or skydive with somebody who's never parachuted out of a plane before in their life.
2: Unless they stayed at a Holland Express, then you're good. The that's, that's, that's always
0: on the resume to find out if they did or didn't. Then you're good.
2: <laughs>
0: well, that transparency is all about, you know, making sure that the borrower knows exactly what they're getting. Like with the, with the, uh, the big retail banks, something that a lot of people don't know is, you know, during this time of year when it's cold and, you know, mortgages are kind of dying off because people don't want to move in the winter, they're – artificially lowering their interest rates to get production going and then when the summer they'll lower them because they get too much production and they they'll fluctuate them to basically control how many people are applying and how many people you know i saw i I saw that that firsthand
2: and if you're there then that's why i'm saying if you're and even if it's not a bank even if it's just a captive direct lender uh you know if their rates are going to go up then your stock, their rates are going to go up. You don't know if that happens in our world, like we're Well, hey, you know what? Sorry, guys, we like doing business with you, but you right. The, the, everybody else is over here. Yeah, this guy's moving, you, with, you the know, yeah, moving we, with the market. You are not moving with the market. We need to go here because it's it's going to be the best for the consumer. Yeah, if they're too busy, that that's how
0: that works. If if a bank is too busy, then they, again, they'll keep their rates higher to slow down an application influx uh, to be able to allow them to catch up. And again, somebody's going to be paying for that uh, down down the road or immediately with that loan
2: awesome well I I think think uh, it's a good uh good first session yeah got a just broker versus bank some general uh general info for the uh the listeners out there and we plan on doing this uh
0: once a week so you can check our Facebook page out uh, Stratton Mortgage um check our website out strattonmortgage.com uh, we're looking to continue to grow here in the Columbus area. Um, and we're always easy to find.
1: We're gonna be on YouTube too. Yeah. Oh yeah, YouTube. we'll be on, be able oh, to search on. YouTube.
2: Ways, we've yeah. got Pinterest, we've Go got ahead. LinkedIn, we've got uh, Instagram, Stratton Mortgage and all of those. So check us out. If you have questions, uh, give us a call, shoot us an email. Our contact info will be there at the at the bottom of the video or down below. Uh, you know, we certainly be willing to spend some time with you and answer your questions.
0: Cool. Awesome, guys. That was fun. Thanks, man.
2: Appreciate
0: it. Thank you.